Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. go. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm Brandon. I'm joined by multi-platinum recording artist stevie b what is up stevie b what's up my brother oh still at it still at man, it man you, you you've been in this game a long time and first before we even get into this interview i i uh, was speaking to one of my colleagues stone paxton and i was like do you know uh, stevie b i'm getting ready to interview him uh, in no the stone. next coming weeks and he's like man tell stevie b i said what's up so i know stone he's a hell of a musician oh man incredible yeah. Incredible. So, man, you, you got this new single, Take It All Back, featuring Pitbull, uh, remixed by DJ Sama. I mean, man, how did that collaboration come into play? Well, I had the single recorded some years ago before COVID on the Best of Life album. And uh, we're post-COVID, and I really wanted to um, revisit this record because I got caught right into the COVID thing. I thought it could have did better. It was already released. So I said, well, let me go pick a single that I could maybe rework and all of a sudden now you know uh old school became like a little fad so right. uh uh take it all back was like a perfect theme and i reached out to sama and i said i wanted to add in uh some of the elements that you know give you that feeling like you're taking it all back how can we do it without being corny yeah and uh the first thing he sent me he had the party of body in there had the dreaming of love and of course when he popped Spring Love in there. And then he found the Spring Love uh, rap that Pitt did for me like 12 years ago. Wow. So we tied that in and it feels like, because Pitt was right in the middle of the TVT fight. You know, I don't know if you remember, he was he was fighting with TVT, his old label, right before he like super blew up. And I had the, I had the vocals and he dropped that in there and it just gelled and he just, oh man, he laced it really nicely. Yeah, man, that that is crazy how you how you did this song all those years ago and everything just comes back full circle in this yeah. business and it yes, happens no. every single day. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you, Stevie. You've been in this game a long time. Speaking 35 of Pitt, years. I, he was for, he, you know, Miami, the MIA 305, Mr. 305. You're from Miami. How has music changed in the last uh, let, let's just say decade? Well, it, it it's changed and it's changed, you know, because it's supposed to change. Um, uh, you know, when we were first coming, coming in 87, 88, uh, they were coming off disco. They were coming off the rock thing, poison, meatloaf, all the rock kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden this new Latin rhythm, poppy music was showing up in the mix shows and making a little noise. So uh, the same thing has happened. I think we're on a, like a second transition, like from Drake. Uh, now you got the little Dirks, little baby, baby's baby, baby's baby's mama. Uh, all them, <laughs> all the it's a lot of babies. You know, they got a lot of babies out there. So yes. even Drake now is considered old school. Um, so we have gone through a couple of transitions, but right, I've been into this. You know, we're going on four decades now. So I've seen, look, I've seen a lot of them come and I've seen a lot of them go. Absolutely. And, and man, you know, when when you as, aspire to be this artist, I mean, nobody knows, you know, what you're going to become 
uh, in the future. You just know you have a you set a goal, right? This is what I desire to become. Who in, who inspired you? Who influenced your sound growing there up? There is no there is no one thing. You know, you got a two hundred and fifty trillion cells in you, and uh, they store knowledge, information, your brain. And what influenced me early on in my life and my career, it must have been all the classic rock I listened to. Some of my first albums were Peter Frampton. I uh, listened to the Barquets. I listened to uh, the Commodores, Michael Jackson, Aretha Franklin. All of that stuff was a uh, a melting pot of influence. Right. And it, and it must have played some kind of influence on me. But when I began to r write music that I thought was decent, uh, people was attracted to it. Now, you don't know you don't know what they're going to attract to. You're going to try and hopefully you're going to throw your dish out there and you, you know, ho hopefully you think it's going to be something that's going to be successful. I was fortunate enough that when I did do uh, my own stuff, people were attracted to it. And part of your body was that first one I did on myself, but I did other records, which was a rap record called uh, I need you by a group called BVS and P from South Florida. And it took off. So I was just really trying to be a producer when I couldn't get vocalists to come in and do stuff, I said, "Well, I'll try it my I'll try it myself." Yeah. And I and I put the vocals down because uh, I had heard this stuff by Shannon and TKA and all those One Way Love that they put out. Uh, and I said, "Man, I could do that kind of stuff. That's just going to be cool stuff." And when I tried my hand at it with Party of Body, bam, it was a smash. And You're like, "That's it." You, you just know you struck gold. Well, I kept I, look. I kept my day gig. You know, I, I yeah. wasn't I wasn't fully convinced yet, but I knew it was. Uh, it was something that was taking hold and uh, I was a little cautious, but it took me probably after my first album to feel comfortable enough to say, Hey, look, I'm going to do this seriously full time. I think I can, I think I can have a career here. What, what ingredients do you think Stevie makes a hit song? Well, you know, we had no patterns. We had no thing to reflect on when we were doing what they call quote unquote freestyle. Right. There was nothing for us to reflect off of us. So, and then we're coming in with this new sounding music that was done on the computer because we were doing programming. So it wasn't like I had the full bands and all that other kind of stuff. So I think it was a, a mixture of the, uh, the rhythms because I'm down in Miami. So I know that all the Latin rhythms were, were influential. And then I, you know, we had think, 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 and so we know, I already knew that that, you know, and I played percussion. So I already knew that. Uh, and then plus I was a DJ too. So I knew how to make people move. And I said, well, let's start with that element. Then of course I was listening to Shannon's and the, and the Lisa Lisa's and stuff like that. And I said, well, these elements had worked for them. I said, let me go with the base of that element. And then, of course, you got to have a top. You got to have right. a cool little melody. Oh, something to make the people chant, throw their hands up in the air. I already knew you had to have something like that. And then, of course, you know, the the the, the subject matter. Oh, pretty lady, come and have a dance with me. And in a while, your body will surely see. So I did a little thing where it was sort of like a club anthem. And... The local radio station down in Miami picked it up, Power 96, started putting it in the mix show, and then it got on heavy demand, and here we are 40 years later.
35. That is amazing to, to yeah. withstand a career in this daunting business, the music industry, and to be in it for four decades. That yeah. that's impressive, Stevie. How, yeah. how what do you think has kept you uh, with the sound mind throughout all of this time in the music business? Well, I don't know about the sound mind thing, but I'm holding. <laughs> I'm by a thread every day, brother. I'm hanging like everybody by a moment. Well, I'm holding on. I'm just holding. I'm like, don't let me fall apart right here, bro. You know, because right. we've gone, we've gone through some uh, daunting times. Yeah, uh, we have. You know, as of recent, you know, we've gone through COVID. We've gone through when they shut us down. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Um, I think that the the you know it's the music. Yes. It's it's the music that has you know kept us alive, and I I made a, a concerted effort to make sure that when I was in the public, I established myself as an entertainer. So right. even as a freestyle artist, a lot of them, and I could say 99% of them came out as track acts. Right. I never, I never came out as a track act. I started off as a band and I said, I wanted to be a band and I wanted it to be different. And I wanted Latinos. I wanted Asians. I wanted to look international. I'm an international person. Right. Uh, Absolutely. So, so I wanted that look. And then when I went to San Jose and I met my, my dancers and, and uh, um, uh, it wind up being, I never seen Filipinos and Asians and all that. When I lived in South Florida, don't have very many at all. So once I went to San Jose, I said, wow. Okay. Hey, hey man, I can relate because I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, born and raised. And I yes. moved to LA in August of 2008, and I was like, "This is the melting pot. Everybody's melting pot. here. Like everybody's I've never there. seen anything like that before. Never my seen life. it. So it was a, a melting pot of foods and culture. Yes. And it and and I say, I have arrived. <laughs> this is it. So you know, from San Francisco to L.A., San Jose, uh, I got a, a a real taste of uh, what the world feels like. Uh, uh, coming out of South Florida, where we were very very limited. Uh, and then all of a sudden now I put those, you know, those elements together in my band yes. and I established it early on. I fought for it. And believe me, a lot of those clubs in New York and different places, they don't want to deal with backline. They don't want to deal with having to get an engineer. You got to have a board. You got to have all these things. All they, they want, want you to do is put your everything tape in house already. Yeah. Well, it's not a matter of that. They just, they want you to back then we played off real, real, to real tape. Right. So they you want to put your reel on, put you on a microphone and get your ass sing. Don't say and let us sell some liquor and get out. That's the new that was the New York attitude. Right. Uh, but I fought to say, hey, look, I got real drums. I got drum machines. I got keyboards and we play live and we sing live. And believe me, it was a struggle for a long time. But uh, eventually I established myself as a uh, a, a legitimate band. Uh, we were getting paid as a band, not as much as I really wanted early on, but I was doing better than those track acts. There you go. And, and then there was a time where we really stayed really busy. And uh, here we are, you know, 35 years later. 35 years later. Amazing. What advice, Stevie B, do you have for those artists out there, those producers, those hungry songwriters trying to make an imprint, a dent in this business? Honestly, not to be cliche-ish. Yeah. If you got something, it's easier now to be exposed to the public. We didn't have all of these different platforms and all that kind of stuff. Either you went to a local DJ and tried to get a DJ to put it on the air in the mix show. Those were the 
those those were the steps that we had to take and um uh and hopefully that your family and friends give you a sign uh that hey you know you're pretty good at this kind of thing you know you get those kind of things if you suck a lot of people you know they'll tell you you suck bro you ain't good you know uh but if you got the right product it's easy to get the right product now so many uh applications to record so many applications to uh, and sound great and look great. You can literally do a movie, you know, on your iPhone. Uh, you can record. You can actually record a song in your iPhone. It's it's high, incredible. And now you got GBT helping you write songs. I mean, come that's on, right. It's, you know, so the artificial intelligence is yeah. for you now. You tell it you <laughs> want a Beyonce crazy. sounding song. It'll give it to you. Yeah. So now, in a way, that's going to hurt. Especially I see now that a lot of program directors are starting to add music from AI. Oh, man. And, and, and what happens there is they can contract somebody to do AI-driven songs, and they don't have to pay any money. They don't have to pay any royalties. So that it's not going to be good. Yeah, and it's not going to be good for the the creative. I don't think that AI can take take. Well, I'm not going to say they can't. Boy, the, the, the thing is pretty... They're pretty amazing. I mean, I got is, kids in it. I think it's as as an industry, I don't think it's just going to be that easy. I think that there's going to be some pushback. I was talking to my uh, my attorney the other day, and he was like, "This this Chad GBT thing, this this AI stuff, you know, it, it's it's going to come into place where you know, do you have a fair use component involved? It, it's it's interesting right now, and and that's what I want to say. I don't want to speak nothing." negative positive about it it's just kind of out there Gray well it's going to be for the real tr see and, and what used to be exciting is the uniqueness yeah. of the person to have their own style for sure and own look and own spirit their own yes. soul and, and 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 it was almost uncopyable you can't copy it it was uniquely uh that artist it has something magical yeah uh, when you start to get rid of that because you're going to have a lot of talented people trying to go to the to the AI and say do something for me and it's not going to be unique it's not going to be it's not going to be real and Those I don't nuances think, can't be created or replicated by yeah, AI you yeah, either got it or you not don't not yet not yet i don't yeah. think they can do it yet so i don't think it's a good thing uh uh for the guy who sits there and he goes you know, six, seven hours a day to mu music class to learn piano. He goes to theory. You go to vocal coaching. You do all these things to develop your, your craft. And then all of a sudden, uh, the computer is going to take your place only because the industry is so freaking cheap. We're still fighting to get fair use. We're still fighting to get yeah, our we royalties. We're fighting because none of the big players want to pay what we're worth. And, 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 you know, and it's a fight. It's a struggle every day. Imagine now when, you, you know, the computers and the robots are taking jobs and now you got an industry that says, hey, we don't have to pay the artist royalty. We don't have to pay nothing. And, 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 and uh, uh, if we can get away with this, they'll get away with it. They'll do it. They will. They're not, they're not merciful at all. Right. No, no, it makes sense. Stevie B, you know, I, I'm, I'm listening to you and you're speaking on so much wisdom to all of us on this interview. So thank you so much for stopping by. Take it all back. Can we it's take a it all record. back? Stevie B featuring Pitbull. Stevie B, where can we follow you on social media? 
Yeah. Yeah. Social media, you can find me at Stevie B official uh, on uh, uh, Facebook and you can do Stevie B underscore official on Instagram. So just look for me. You're going to find me. Just look me up. Spotify, Stevie B. We have it right here in the profile. Stevie B, thank you so much for being a special guest today. Uh, congrats you, on the new single with Pitbull. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you do in 2023, my friend. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate you. Thank you, Stevie B, right here on All right. On Air with Brandon Jam. Hi, I'm Adele. I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Oh, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's J Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? This is Stevie B, and you're listening to my brand new sequel, Take It All Back, with my friend Brandon J. You guys check it out. Stevie B.
from the time you went to Paris the last year Acting like you're still there All your stories telling stories Showing you're so happy But you're just selling tea I think you've peaked In your airplane seat Snap those angel
can't see beyond this pain I'm lonely Lonely, so lonely Lonely is like a cold winter rain On my back I've got to find a way To help myself get back on track Back on track again Chambers of my heart Be 
If you have not followed me on social media, make sure you follow me on all social media at I am Brandon J. And if we are not connected on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Brandon J. Each episode, we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it. News from Hollywood execs, artists, talent, entertainment news, you name it, all things Hollywood right here on On Air with Brandon J. Thank you for tuning in to On Air with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.